Welcome to the Horrible Movie Podcast, a studio DNA podcast. We're available on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at thehorriblemoviepodcast.com. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. You can become a patron of our show and the Studio DNA Network by going to patreon.com slash studio DNA to find out more. Now, here's the show. Welcome to the Horror Movie Podcast. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, today on the show, we have Matt Baird, lead singer and founder of the band Spoken. Matt, what's up? Not a whole lot. It's great that you you said my name correct. That's rare. Well, you know, um, I would say I'm a linguist, but I, that would be a lie. That would be a, a lie. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's a it's a difficult one for some reason. But what do you get? Like, what are some Matt Beard? Is, is this a Beard? Matt, I'm like it's we got Beard, kind of like Bear. They're like Bard, um, Beard. <laughs> yes, it's always hard. Are I you, don't know why. Are you from Are you from Northwest Arkansas originally? Or yeah. where, where you, is that where you from? Yeah, originally from the Lowell area, Lowell. in between is that Lowell? Rogers and Springdale. Yeah, is it Lowell or is it Lowell? I think it depends on how tired you are when you say it. How would you Lowell say it? Lowell or Lowell. Lowell, normally. You have any relatives down say, there that would say it? I would Lowell? Say Lowell. Lowell. Yeah, all of them say Lowell. Lowell, okay. Lowell, yeah. I have a friend that lives they in... Probably, yeah. They probably add an S to the end of Walmart, too. So oh, you go to Walmart. I like it. Yes. <laughs> Which down there, that's the land of Walmart. Bentonville's like, you know, a, a stone's throw away, y'all. So it's right that's there. That's the place. Um, That's the place. Yeah, I'm originally from from Fayetteville, but I live in Des Moines, Iowa now. Okay, cool. Um, a lot of corn up there. There is corn and uh, pigs, I believe. Is about it. <laughs> big time, big time. Um, pig, pig time, pig time. Um, so pig time. So pig time. So man, yeah, it's pig time. It's pig. Hey, y'all, it's pig time. Um, tell folks about <laughs> spoken. I have known and listened to your band. For uh, the duration, like I'm saying this for the duration, um, I, James is in that same boat. I don't know if uh, producer Phil's in the same boat, but I know he's really digging. Uh, this is not the end because we've played it on our show like two different weeks as the song yeah, of the week because yeah. we're ex- totally excited about it. Tell folks about awesome. Spoken. Um, well, I started the band when I was 19 years old. Um, there in Lowell, Arkansas. Uh, we started playing locally at people's houses, like in their garage. Uh, and we we're like, you know what? Let's, this is, we need a name. And so we, uh, we had a two minute conversation about band names and we're like, Limp Biscuit is a band and they're doing great, but that's not a good name. <laughs> Corn is, uh, spelled with a K and a backwards R, but they're enormous. Yes. Deftones is the best band name ever, and it's mm-hmm. already taken, so mm-hmm. we need a name. And our drummer at the time was like, well, we want to be outspoken about our faith. How about spoken? We're like, sure. And that was it. That was uh, that was when the name came in, and we started playing more and more shows, like some of the clubs around Fayetteville, and started pl- trying to play at schools, like our high school. Um we started recording demos up in Neosho, Missouri. Oh, yeah. Uh, we recorded 23 songs um, with a guy who was learning how to record while we were learning how in the world to record anything. So it would be in a band or <laughs> mm-hmm. whatever. Um, yeah. He like had instruction manuals out trying to plug stuff in while we were there, you know. <clears throat> um, awesome. In the so nine months so cool. after we started uh, playing around and recording stuff, we signed to a record label out of Newport Beach, California. Uh, we were on Metro One Records for three albums, Tooth and Nail for three albums. We did a record with E1. We did a record with Artery. This last record, um, Nine, is on The Fuel. Um, 
and we're in the process of writing uh, another record. Uh, we're touring constantly. I do acoustic shows often. I do acoustic tours between every spoken tour. Um, so music is, uh, that's, that's the complete outlet um, when it comes to uh, where time goes. So, I mean, I'm, I'm a husband, a father, and a musician. So that's what I do. Really, really cool. Um, your uh, sound very unique. You you mentioned uh, you mentioned uh, Deftones earlier, and uh, is are they an influence? I know the and when I say this, your sounds unique. I'm not saying you sound like Deftones, but you mentioned that I'm a huge Deftones fan, and so I was kind of excited whenever you said that. What, who's your biggest influence? Yeah. I'm sorry about that noise. It's fine. It's all, it's all good. <laughs> if you can hear it, I don't know if you can. <clears throat> um, with me, like I, I think any kind of music uh, is an influence of some sort. Like what Lincoln Park has always been a huge, you okay. know, influence. Rage Against the Machine early on was a huge influence. Awesome. Metallica, bands like Petra, White Cross, all these bands. Skid Row is one of my favorite bands of all time. Sebastian Bach in his prime. There's, there's no one who could sing like that, you know? <laughs> um, and a crazy thing is a friend of mine, he's like, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm like, what? He's like, I'm going to demo out 18 in life, and you're going to sing on it. I'm like, I'm not touching that song. Like, I, that's too intimidating <laughs> or whatever. Anyway, he started the demo, and it sounds really cool. And so I'm I'm going to try my hand at, at uh, tracking some vocals to 18 and Live by Skid Row. And if it is terrible, I'm never going to let anybody hear it. Well, you but, did. Now, you covered time after time. I mean, isn't that is that Cindy Lauper? <clears throat> Cindy Lauper from so, 1983. So surely, yeah. if you can cover Cindy Lauper, you can cover Skid Row. I'm talking ability, <laughs> vocal ability. Dude, Sebastian absolutely. Bach. Yeah. Uh, in his prime is ridiculous yeah. like it's just crazy That's so exciting. we'll see if i start tracking vocals on it and it sounds completely just awful i won't i won't uh finish it i'll it be will, like nope it's too much it will not sound but awful. with deftones i mean I, I, when adrenaline came out i was mm -hmm. a huge adrenaline fan by deftones around mm -hmm. the fur like all those um white pony is great yes and i just i don't know i just i've followed them from the beginning and again, no one sings like Chino. Like no. he has the weirdest, <laughs> most amazing voice ever. But I've always really loved uh, Abe Cunningham's drums. Mm -hmm. I just, it's just different. It's different than most metal, you know, rock bands. Talked about uh, different. Your your vocal register, and I mentioned this to Phil. Your vocal register is. And I'm not saying it's really high, like we're talk, we're talking about '80s bands, like. But yours is. Um, distinctive because it is such a high register, right? And you can, I'm saying you can go there. Um, yeah. What you have training, you have, uh, what's your background vocally? Did you, were you in choir or something like that? Or what, what's your background? No, I jumped into uh, uh, a rock band. That's so cool. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's amazing. That was it. I was like, you know what? Let's, let's start a band let's do this and so that's kind of what it it was i mean over the years i feel like the the vocal range has kind of grown a bit and i think that's because your your voice is a muscle and the more you work it out i think it, the more things it's kind of capable of um but also with singing you know a lot higher on some of the stuff also a lot of a lot of the screaming and aggressive vocals they're much more aggressive you know and so it, it's kind of we made it a point on our illusion record to do things that um, I hadn't done yet vocally, you know, to sing with a little more of a rasp, you know, on the verses, mm -hmm. um, to do more of guttural type screams instead of the really high screaming like is on a lot of our earlier records um, to kind of tell a story with less words and maybe more melody, you know? And so that was, uh, that was a big learning experience for me like i learned a lot writing that record and i've tried to apply it um you know to breathe again and to nine and and i'll apply the same thing you know to the new record i mean when we recorded illusion we we spent two years working with jason rao who at that time was in the band red and mm. now he's in the band breaking benjamin so it's like he knows more about music than most of us will ever learn mm -hmm. um he's just really really talented and so he he uh he taught us a ton, you know, like, here's how you write a song, you know? And so it was really cool. So I try to apply that to, 
to just writing a record and, and make sure that I get out of the way and don't screw it up. You know, <laughs> like when it comes to writing vocal parts and melodies and lyrics, I make a conscious effort to be like, all right, God, whatever you want me to say, I want to say it and I don't want to get in the way and screw it up. So let me get out of the way and That's let's awesome. do this. Um, you play um, your acoustic shows. Um, and those are so, all those solo acoustic shows. <clears throat> yeah. Normally it's just me and my guitar. You know, and I'll do spoken tunes, uh, cover songs, whether it be from the 80s or some country covers or rock songs or whatever. But I'll do some original, uh, you know, original tunes that I've written, um, tell a lot of stories from the past two decades on the road and just kind of see, kind of just read the crowd. You know, if they seem like they would want to hear an 80s tune, I'll play it. They seem like a country crowd, I'll play a country song, you know, and eventually just kind of. Once they make a decision if they like it or not, I'll just kind of start playing kind of whatever. What uh, country songs were you playing when you when you play when you say when you're saying that? Like, what are some what are some country songs you're playing? You know, I have done Blake Shelton's uh, "God Gave Me You" several times. Cool. Uh, I love Keith Urban. Uh-huh. Uh, I've played "The Broken Road" by Rascal Flatts before. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I, I like them all. I'm not saying I'm good at them. I even I did Ring of Fire by Johnny Cash one time just because someone yelled it out. And you're like, okay. Um, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'll try it. But it just, I try not to play the songs that I don't know uh, the whole song because people lose their mind when you don't play the whole song. And, and you know what? I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell a story about that in May when I'm through the area. That's <laughs> cool. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, you have seen a lot of changes as far as like overall rock sound, um, like let's say the, I don't want to say even mainstream rock, but like things that are on the radio now, the rock rock radio is kind of, I don't want to say it's completely dead, but it's like this weird, like, it's like it's, like it's on repeat I feel somewhere. Like, I feel like bands are, as a whole, is dying. When you, when you see a lot of new music, personally, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, it's a testament to what's, you know, spoken and what Matt's done is the longevity. I mean, even for us and you too, mm-hmm. when we were playing music, spoken was a thing before I started. And 10 years later, after I stopped, spoken still out there. You know, I would love to know, like, how, how does a band like that, you know, continue that longevity? Um, I think a lot of it is just you're too dumb to quit. I just, <laughs> it's just something of where, <clears throat> I mean, because we, Spoken has had every reason to quit. And when I say that, it's like, I mean, I lost my whole band um, within the course of two months, you know, and it was a lineup I loved. You know, our drummer, Oliver, he played and spoken um, for seven years. He's mm-hmm. from Fayetteville, Arkansas. Oliver, he still is. Oliver He's down there. Crump- he has a successful business. Yeah, Oliver Crumpton. <clears throat> Absolutely. Oliver Crumpton. He was in a band called The New Ending for a while, and then they broke up, and he came out, um, a bass player that was from Ames, Iowa, just as 20 minutes up the road from me. He played in the band for five years. Um, a guitar player that was in the band for two years, who is now a police officer in Albuquerque, New Mexico. <laughs> like the, those three guys, yeah. um, they all left within the course of three months. And it was really hard because I found myself being like, what am I doing? Like, I mean, God, what, what, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to continue this? Am right. I supposed to go, you know, just do a, acoustic shows all the time? Am I supposed to go on staff at a church? Am I supposed to do trim carpentry? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, with my wife being much smarter than me, she's like, you've always found new people before. There's other people out there. Do you want to do this or not? So well, like, Wives are yeah. really good at that, aren't they, Matt? They're just better at life. Wives are better. <laughs> wives are really good at framing up things that we overstress about and kind of overthink. And then they're like, "Yeah, here, here's the deal. You, you know, like you just said, <clears throat> hey, you're you find people. You're good at this. Let's let's do this, right? So, yep, yeah, and you know, and luckily because of touring for so long and and not quitting when it got hard or not quitting when. You know, we drove 12 hours to play a show, and we didn't even get paid for the show because the guy's like, oh, uh, yeah, actually, your check is in the office, and the office is locked, and therefore, we'll mail it to you. We've just heard everything. Yes, I I bet you have. Over the years, 
What's the worst and story? So Can you give us a worst story? <laughs> the wait, the worst story? What's the worst story? And you know, don't name names or anything unless you want to. But <laughs> but I'm saying, what, um, what's the worst story? Maybe that one. Maybe the you drove twelve let hours. Let me just tell you. No, no, that was no, that was just one of oh the stories. <laughs> you know, I mean, we were doing it for like three hundred bucks, and we drove. Actually, that story that I was just referring to is actually from. Fayetteville, Arkansas to Atlanta, Georgia. Oh my gosh. For three hundred dollars and we broke down an hour outside of Atlanta <sighs> and we ended up finally making it to the venue twenty minutes after they called the show off and everyone left. And so we ate some chicken that was cold. We stayed in the hotel room that they got us and the next day we drove straight back home. <sighs> That's what we did. Um so that was unfortunate. That's not the worst story. Um there's a thousand of those, but we, we, I was contacted by this, this promoter in Memphis, Tennessee. Right. Oh yeah. And so I'm like, great. I have family there. I'd love to go play there. This Absolutely. would be amazing. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And they go tell me about <clears throat> the bands that they've got booked already and how you wanted the bands that would play. And it was a good guarantee. Like it was a good amount of money. So it was worth it to route a tour around it. Right. Yeah. Meaning route shows, you know, to it and from it, yeah. make it a, you know, week and a half tour and not drive straight to Memphis from where we were at the time. Mm -hmm. and, I mean, I went above and beyond to make sure that that specific date would work, you know? Yeah. Um, anyway, we get there longer, 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 longer story short. We played, we did what we were supposed to do. Um, after the show, I went to settle up and they're like, oh, actually we'll say his name is David. It's like David's on the bus. Like he took, um, he took some students home. He'll be back shortly. Oh no! Like okay, cool. <laughs> Hour later, um, I'm trying to call David, and David's not answering his phone. I'm like, what is happening right now? Um, <clears throat> uh, apparently, uh, they somehow got a hold of David's wife, and his wife was like, "Well, David said that the check is uh, in the kitchen." at the the venue we're like oh, okay so we go looking around for this check it's supposed to be in the kitchen and then it was like actually he gave it to a student to give to you guys we're like okay student to give oh. us okay and then it's like actually it's in the office uh the secretary said it was in uh the outgoing mail oh, no. uh, which i don't know why it was in the outgoing mail but <clears throat> we go into this office area and we're looking everywhere Longer story short, this is two hours after the show is over, and we're trying to figure out, can we leave? What are we doing? Are we not getting paid? Are we getting paid? Um, the guy's phone is now turned off, and he's not answering the phone. Oh, David. Um, oh, David. We ended, up, we ended up leaving without David paying us or us seeing David at all, right? Yeah, which at this point, you're probably um, – well, never mind. I don't want to say physical violence. But, yeah. At this point, we're like, what is happening? So um, – one of the people at the venue gets a hold of David's wife, right? Yeah. Uh, because David had told him, he's like, actually, my wife has it at home. <gasps> right? What? Oh, David, so no. So brings his wife into it, and his wife is like, I have no clue what you're talking about. Oh, David. So <laughs> let's fast forward to a week later, oh, right? David. And I finally get a hold of someone in the office, and they're like, Matt, I need to be honest with you about something. I'm like, okay. It's like, David never put in a request for your check ever. Cause I'm the one that writes the checks. And this is the first <laughs> I'm hearing about it is the voicemail I got from you. And now us talking on the phone, there was never a request put in oh, for man. a check for you. Well, Fictional yep. David. I don't like this guy. <laughs> well, oh, David. Memphis David. <laughs> oh, so many things. David. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, David. Yeah, David, yeah, if you're listening, uh, man, God's God's grace. <laughs> How is, could you, man? God's grace is great, David. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he lost his job shortly after that, but not for that reason only. I think that bringing the we're back to the wives, um, bringing your wife into this would be a bad choice. My wife would be like, uh, "You're gonna own this, Jack. You're uh, a total yeah, moron." Yeah. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> I, I would, yeah. That was that was one of the stories that I just couldn't believe it because it was so wrapped up in a bunch of just fibs, you know, over and over and over. Why wouldn't you just? I never, own it? I never actually talked to the guy on the phone. Like I never actually talked to him after that night, and we did everything we were supposed to do. 
Why wouldn't you just own that though at that point? Like that's like that's so weird. Yep. Oh, that's weird. Did but you... eventually, that nice lady at the church mailed a check, and you and we got it at the end of the tour. But you probably felt better once you talked to her. You're like, okay, a sane adult <clears throat> is talking to me, and totally. I think something's going to yep. happen now. So, yep. Yeah, I just don't understand what the person was. I think it's like a lot of times people who want to do shows, they will bite off way more than they can chew. Yes. They don't cover any details that matter, which, oh, you you got to pay the bands that are driving there? Ooh, yeah, that's a, oh, that's a big one. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> and the show was fine. Like, it wasn't a bad show. The bands that played, there were a couple of hip-hop groups. The kids all seemed to enjoy it. Um, it it's just... A little detail of like, oh yeah, one of the main bands we didn't pay. <laughs> so well, and yeah. nothing surprises me. Let me you put it that way. That's I think that's how we've survived. Nothing surprises us. Therefore, we show up with no expectations, <laughs> and if we're pleasantly surprised, yes. that's awesome. Lower your expectations, man. You know, you know what I'm saying? When Absolutely. You, when we, sometimes when we lower, I didn't expe- expect to drive 12 hours and get paid anything. Well, so I didn't mean I, I didn't mean that low of expectations. But when, sometimes when we lower expectations. When something really good happens, we're just so pumped that it, oh, this is great. I got $40. That's how I feel every day. I got $40. I music. I'm yeah. like, I can't believe this. I can't believe I get to play music at all. I can't believe anybody cares about what I'm doing. Well, I mean, tonight I should. did a children's program at my church, right? And mm-hmm. I, no way was I going to tell them no, because one, my children are heavily involved at the church, yeah. and the leaders in yeah. the children's department, are they're crazy. They're amazing. Yeah, They'll they do are. anything to make it to where these kids enjoy being at church instead of bored out of their mind. Yes. And so they told me what they wanted me to do. Um, <clears throat> they asked me to learn this song that was part of their VBS program six years ago, right? I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I've heard that before, Yeah. but all right. I learned that song. What song was it? Can you say what song it was? It's called Man- Manifesto by the City Harmonic. Okay, okay. Um, I didn't know if it was it's, submerged. I, I think it's a cool song, yeah. whatever. I didn't expect to learn it ever, yeah. but... Um, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. And the guy's like, and we also want you to play Living on a Prayer. I'm like, what, for those kids? I'm like, they're not going to know that song. He's like, no, trust me. Trust me. I'm like, okay. Long story short, tonight I get there, and, and they're like, all right, so here's what we're going to do. The gym will be full of kids, and, and uh, we're going to play part of your Through It All video. And uh, I'm going to stop it, and I'm going to be pointing towards the back of the, the back of the gymnasium, and you're going to be standing there with your guitar, and I'm going to make a huge deal about it, and I'm going to blah, 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 all this stuff, and I'm going to have you come up, and we're going to have you play those songs. I'm like, all right, you know what, let's mm-hmm. do it, which me being in front of anybody ever is terrifying. But you put me in um, a gymnasium full of about 400 kids that are uh, fifth grade and below, that's a nightmare. Yeah, it, like, is. it is a nightmare. Anyway, I played through the whole thing, like, and uh, walked through the middle of the crowd, and, like, it was crazy. And I played Living on a Prayer, and those kids clapped on time, and they sang every word at the top of their lungs. They loved <laughs> it. Awesome. I'm like, what is happening? I was like, your parents are awesome. Yeah, they are you know? awesome. <laughs> so, um, then I played the, the Manifesto song by City Harmonic, and then... Um, they had me just play a couple tunes while parents were picking up their kids. And yeah. I couldn't believe those kids actually enjoyed themselves. They did. So did, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'll play anywhere. Did, <laughs> I'll play, did, now did David, I've did David nursing get, homes. Yeah. I've played for children's programs and everything in between. Yeah. Did David get you the check for tonight or are you going to have to chase him down for that too? You know what? Uh, David and I agreed I wouldn't charge him tonight. Okay. Oh, that's so, good. Okay. Like, it was fine. It, it's come as full. long as you guys are on the same page. I mean, yeah, it's come full David. circle. Wow. David. You know what's awesome is his name's actually David. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> okay, well, you don't, you don't have to use his last name, Matt. It's fine. Um, so, uh, terrible, terribly bad things. We normally on the show, we'll talk about horrible movies. Uh, we, we made the agreement, you, you, me, James, and Phil here. Um, tell us about a hidden gem movie that maybe you can tell folks about that, may, that you've seen that's a, something that maybe they should watch. Something good? A hidden gem. Can I just tell you there's a show that you should watch I if you it. haven't watched yes. it? Yes, And it is a show, a show called This Is Us. Okay. I hadn't heard of it. My wife's like, yeah, everyone's talking about This Is Us. What I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Who knows? Because we're very selective on what we watch. Right. Um, anyway, I – wow. It has every emotion whatsoever. There's something that happened in an episode that – uh, was way, way, way back, and I'm still affected by it. <laughs> I'm like, I can't believe that happened. 
It is a, a crazy family dynamic. Yeah. It goes through every emotion of laughter to anger to confusion. It is edited so cool. It's just really cool. A lot it's a of show called This Is. Uh, okay, so Matt, be honest. I would say watch. I would say I would say watch the Batman Lego Movie a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, be honest. How, how many times have you cried while watching This Is Us? I I didn't cry. I wanted to. I really did. At one time specific on the episode I'm talking about, like it, I felt like it went on and on and I'm just like, kind of like, don't lose it right now. Um, <laughs> it was rough. It was rough. And I've gotten two guys that are hooked on that show right now and they're been watching it and they're mad at me. <laughs> they're mad at me because of how back and forth it is. And I'm like, just keep going, keep going. So, well, we talked about this before we started recording. Uh, you're going to come to the area here. We're recording this from, uh, you know, the Springfield, Missouri area. Um, you're going to be in Nixa, Missouri. I think it's at Firepoint Church on May the 10th. Yep. And then you're going to be in Aurora, Missouri at Strike Zone. Strike Zone. Um, May the 22nd. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Yep. Um, acoustic yep. show on May the 22nd. And the full band uh, spoken will be. Uh, at Firepoint, is that correct? Or do I have That's that correct. right? Well, I think the plan is for us all to be at those shows, so we'll get to see you in person awesome. and shake a hand and I high hope five everyone and... in Springfield is at those shows. That'd hey, be cool. Well, we'll, we'll <clears throat> definitely uh, put it out on the old social media, and we'll tell a friend and have them tell a friend, and it's going to be phenomenal, buddy. We'll... I can't wait. I do have a question about Strike Zone. Yeah, hit it. A- am I going to play on a piece of plywood on the lanes. <laughs> you know, with people bowling all around me. The the actually the bowling alley will actually be closed that day. They're opening up just for the okay. show. They're going to they start their summer schedule so they'll be actually closed on Tuesdays. So I think okay. the plan is to do it in the in the bar area. Um, but you know, could we you Now all, you're you have some stroke down there, James. Is there a chance we could have some bowling going on. I'll while be Matt's honest playing. with you. As as much good things that I've been hearing about Matt here lately, he yeah. probably has more clout than I do down there. So <laughs> you know, if he wants it, we could probably make. It I've never been there. Let me tell you why I asked. It'll be. I promise it won't be a long story. Okay. Do you remember a band called Squad Five O? Yes. Oh yeah. Do you remember yeah. them? Yes. Okay. So we were in Christiansburg, Virginia. Mm. Okay. Christiansburg, Virginia. That's a place. Nowheresville, right? No, but it's a town for, it's obviously a town for Christians. Go ahead. <laughs> Christiansburg, yes. Churches everywhere, right? Well, anyway, there be. There were these people from a church who brought Spoken, um, Squad 5-0. I think on that was uh, Jesse and the Rockers and maybe Goaty Hook, That's right? So wow. Goaty um, Hook. One of the what? first, hey, one yeah. of the first Christian Great. punk Two shows Years to seen. Never is one of the best records the of population? all time. So if you have not heard Two Years to Never, you need to listen to it tonight oh, by Cody Cook. It's very good. Anyway, so mm-hmm. we show up at this uh, bowling alley in Christiansburg, Virginia, and they have it as there's a few pieces of plywood across the center of the lanes, about midway down, and we're all going to b- play while people are bowling all around us. And it's like a bunch of just redneck guys, right? Uh, They're bowling, hanging out, whatever. (laughs) And we, uh, we play right before squad five Oh. And for whatever reason, uh, one of the guys like threw just the metal horns, you know, like horns, whatever. Uh, and when we got off of the plywood stage, um, there are people losing their minds. Like, I can't believe you would do that. I can't believe, like, what a poor representation of what it is that we're trying to do oh, here. No. And we're like, wait, what, this? And we did this, <laughs> like, the rock and roll horns. And they're like, you cannot do that. Well, I'm like, what? They're like, you will never play in Christiansburg again. You're out what of they here. Said to us, we're right? going straight to City Hall. We're going to City Hall, Matt. You're never going to play in Christiansburg Fast again. Forward, Fast forward 20 minutes later, Squad 5 O's up there, and they're throwing the horns constantly the whole show. Uh-oh. Like horns, 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 telling jokes, being ridiculous, throwing horns. Anyway, long story short, which I've said that a lot tonight, which I believe that my stories get really, really long, and <laughs> I have my wife in my head being like, you're saying too Bro, many details. It's fine. It's, <laughs> anyway, it's all good, man. I tell you this, we have not played Christiansburg, Virginia since, and that was easily 18 years ago. <laughs> I can't get someone to book us in Christiansburg, it's, Virginia. It's a curse. They curse. I'm, no I doubt. Feel, I feel like it's, um, 
maybe James, Phil, and I, our goal now is to play or is to have you guys play or have you play in Christiansburg, Virginia now. I'm you know f- what I think the problem is? What is it? David, move there. <laughs> David! It's all- <laughs> Yeah, David. Memphis, David. Memphis, David. Oh, David. David. He runs the bowling alley. Oh, gosh. Well, Matt, we were pumped. It's going to be Matt Baird in May in Missouri. Uh, It's going to be phenomenal. I tried to make a a thing there, but it it didn't come off like I thought it would. I thought it had a real zip to it. I thought there would be a zip. It's going to be cool. Okay, if, bud. You know what? If we end up, if I end up playing in the center of the bowling alley on a piece of plywood and yes. reliving Christiansburg, Virginia, great. If it's in the bar area, great. I'm just, I'm excited that someone cares that I'm going to be there, and so I'm excited. Okay, well, we're gonna bowl. A, we're gonna roll a strike, uh, and uh, again, more puns. I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> shut up. Um, well, Matt. Th- also, I'm a ter- terrible bowler, so it doesn't matter. Oh, well, it's all good, man. Perfect, perfect game here. So um, you, my friend, are phenomenal. Thanks so much for uh, being willing to come on and talk to us. And, again, we're going to see you in person. Uh, James is going to uh, play some down there in Aurora with you, and uh, it's going to be fun, man. Can't wait. Thank you guys so much. All right, bro. Uh, have a good one. If we can ever do anything for you, let us know, okay? I appreciate that. Thank you, guys. Okay, book. See you ha- later. Hashtag book Christiansburg, Virginia. <laughs> Christiansburg, yeah, you yes. guys get that figured out. Let me know. We'll I'll be find there. a way. We'll make sure David does not have a check waiting. So, all right. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. All right. Thank you, guys. See you, buddy. Yep, Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye. What a great guy. Are you kidding me? What a good dude. That's all I've heard about him ever since I heard that he was coming through, and it was a possibility that he may be coming to the area with the solo stuff. That is so cool. I just time and time again, am I talking to people who have met Matt, who know Matt, who talk to Matt? Yeah. Um, and just absolutely, yeah, nothing but great things to say about. Can me. you do me a big favor, Phil? Is sure. there a way for you to crank up? Uh, this is not the end. I'm, I if I stall for a little time here, yes. That way, people stall can a put bit. a name, a voice, uh, a person that just talked about David from Memphis, uh, not paying him because he didn't go through the church office Dude, you know, to the, get the, the check. The funny thing is, and it didn't hit me when he said Memphis. I thought of a couple of venues we played down that way yeah. and it didn't hit me till the very end of it. And it sounded eerily familiar to an experience we had down in Memphis. We went down to play the show. They promised us X amount of dollars in a hotel room and food. And we got down there and the hotel room was there. The food was there. There was all these other bands there. And we did not get paid. And did you get a hotel room? We did get a hotel room. It happened to be like right across the street from the venue. It was just on the, I can't remember the name of the town. It was just on the other side of Memphis. On the east side? Um, German. On, yeah, German, it would have been on the east side. German so town. Other side Cordova. Us. Yeah, and, and, and I, it's like bringing up this, like the memory is still like kind of coming back now. The memory but remains. Yeah, we, we went down there and we went down there twice and... Um, went down there kind of real cheap on the cheap one time to play with. Um, there was some Tooth and L bands coming through, so we kind of made sure we cross-sected with that show so we could play it. And then um, probably cool. a couple months later, they're like, "Yeah, look, we gotta have you back. You know, we'll pay you this, and and we'll have you play with this." And and I'm like, "Cool!" And we made that happen again, and we it's awesome. So I've never got a check from. I don't know if that was David or not. We'll blame remember, from but. now on. From now on, we'll blame David. Um, so definitely, um, that's very cool. Are you a, a thumbs up right now? Here it is. This is not the end for that for the hat trick. I love it. Hey, but I feel like I need to put it all together for people. That's Matt Baird going to sing here in a second. We'll let him kick in. I'm going to shut up.
This guy has no vocal training. I asked that question, and I wasn't trying to be like this uh, idiot. Were you in choir? <laughs> no, no, that, that's that's a legitimate question. I was just like, listen to that. Well, I mean, it, you hear this, and you're just like, okay, this guy's, you know, you know been trained to sing like this. I will, I will say this. Um, I I was in choir. Me too. I'm bad though. Against my will, was put in it and actually liked it. Yeah. So stuck around. So I had some formal training, and the difference and the things that you learn and pick up playing in a, a, a heavier band, a rock band, because you know we did the punk stuff. Yeah. You know, learning how to, especially Matt does a phenomenal job learning how to kind of cross into that kind of grind, that that kind of scream but not scream, and back into it. That takes a lot of time to just learn. Yeah. So, and some people would never be able to do that. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's. Here we go. He's one of Crank the best it. examples of it. So good, man. Yeah. So awesome. Uh, anyway, so there it is. Spoken uh, lead singer uh, Matt Baird. Uh, we, like I said, we just finished up that conversation. Uh, James, thanks for coming on. I slapped yeah, the table definitely. really hard there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> James, golly G. <laughs> Thanks for coming. He's actually on. throwing things at me. It's fun. <laughs> um. Anyway, so very cool. Phil, any thoughts? Dude, that was awesome. I, I, if we had more time, I wanted to ask him what bands they've played with back in their tooth and nail Why days. Didn't I bring that up. I well, I, that. I, we only we had a limited amount of time. He, he he gave us a lot of time, by the way. Yeah. So thank you to Matt um, for being so generous. Well, Absolutely. He brought up Goody Hook there. I mean, that was like the first. Yeah. Isn't that cool? That was the first Christian punk show I ever went to. I, I I firmly believe that that was what sent me down my downward spiral path I used, of Christian punk and and the whole thing, the whole scene. Did you like MXPX? Was, oh yeah. Did you? Okay. I used yeah. to make fun of them, but yeah, they're good. They're the, they were they were kind of the the top. Yeah. <laughs> Stop throwing stuff at me, Jack. Stop. Stop throwing stuff. Sorry. Uh, that's great audio. That's great audio when you slap the desk. <laughs> Sorry. Um, um, tooth, tooth and Nail was kind of like the, the indie Christian. I mean, there was an official label, you know, not an indie label, but like they were such a small time Christian label. But then it, label. Like, it went like the snowball effect of down the hill, down the hill, and it got bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Tooth and Nail has got bigger and bigger. Uh, you know who started on, on uh, Tooth and Nail was Five Iron Frenzy. You know who else did? Anne Berlin. Oh, really? Stephen Christian, who's been on the show. Is, so some yeah, of, the, some of the biggest, I mean, Anne Berlin's way well, bigger than Five Iron to, Frenzy. They used to put out those amazing sampler CDs. So, oh, yeah. So I, you could I get, used to get for the for 99 cents. Oh, yeah, for nothing. Yeah. You'd go walk into a Christian bookstore or um, I think I picked them up at college bookstore there. And, and, yeah, it was great music for nothing. I'm like, hey, I like this band. Then I, you know, of course, back then, you couldn't just pull it up on the internet. You had to actually I, go buy the CD. When Five Iron Frenzy only had one album released, and it was a Tooth and Nail record, um, <clears throat> they I saw them play at a like a uber small. I mean, smaller than the Rockwell, mm-hmm. smaller than Juke Joint, yeah, uh, in Springfield, like upbeats I, and beatdowns. Was that their first e, one? That sounds the familiar. One, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. Um, and uh, they. Like I saw them on stage, that there there couldn't have been more than 120 people there. Like, it was awesome, and those were like the days. Like those were the and, and spoken was around about the same time, about 96 is when, according to their Wikipedia. I saw Five Iron Frenzy one time, unfortunately, and and their new music is great. By the way, if you ever oh, really? have a chance, yeah, to get, I haven't kept up. They've with really it. evolved, and it's really good stuff. Um, no, I I saw them play. Ironically, as we we're talking about weird venues. Um, I saw them play at a skating rink with, oh, I like with that. Uh, the nice. Insiders uh-huh. and wow. the W's. Yeah, cool show. Oh, I forgot about the W's. Wow. I think that I was, really like the that, Insiders. They I were, really like the Insiders. They did a tour of nothing but skating rinks. That's all they did. That's smart. It was super cool. The, the W's was ska as well, right? Uh, it was kind of a ska. It was almost swaying. It was kind of like yeah. the first one that was trying to do the swing they thing had like during a, that deal. They had like a checkered... Um, they CD had a, they like actually had a uh, guy with a bowling ball on the cover of their okay and uh, the devil's bad was their big song wow um, yeah they had a guy with a bowling ball like on their cover and it was the W's and they had kind of the old swing style yeah I'm bowler. I'm, I'm pulling it in yeah now. I have that album yeah yep I don't I don't know what happened to them yeah. I, it says here they only lasted for three years so yeah. like when you saw them it was in that three year period it was in their prime. <laughs> Um, 
Well, very cool. I'm excited about uh, the two shows in May that we're going to see him at. Yeah. I'm pumped. Oh, it's going to be fun. Um, let's do this. Let's real quick. James, we've got you on here. Uh, Phil, chime in as well. I have been very pumped. I don't know if there's any movies you're, that are coming out soon that you're looking forward to. Are you into uh, the Marvel movies at all? I am. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about Avengers uh, Infinity War then. Um, I am super stoked about it from a standpoint of this. Um, this has been a, yeah, exactly. A, this has been a big culmination um, of like a decade now. Right for the Marvel stuff, so it's like we're finally getting this huge. Think about the the large universe they've they've put together. It's I'm pumped. It's been incredible. The only one I haven't seen is the Black Panther, which I know I every, it everyone loves it. I haven't had time to go see it. I me either. Yeah, um, I, I'm looking forward to it because everyone loves it. But yeah. yeah, this is kind of this should break every movie record ever recorded i would think in the first weekend and the, if it doesn't yeah. i i think they'll they'll view it as a failure right the pre-sale on this is uh the highest grossing um pre-sale for any movie uh the only one um that has outsold this in pre-sale is uh, master of disguise uh with, has dana carvey in it as a joke <laughs> um no uh is that the turtle one that was the one that he said turtle turtle in it that's the only only thing that anyone that's actually the only anyone anyone remembers from that because it was uh, in from, the preview. From that preview i never watched the movie <clears throat> no one did um no one actually has actually yet no one in history has actually watched that movie have you reviewed it no uh, we, we are not allowed you're no one's allowed to actually watch it it didn't it's, it doesn't it's exist. like a law yeah, exactly. Okay. There were theaters that no it's one like was allowed. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, anyway, Infinity War. Uh, it's gonna be so freaking good, um, and just because it's gonna be the the massive buildup of it, and it's one of those movies. If it's bad, which it won't be, it, I think those are almost impossible now to mess up. Um, I guess, I guess, um, the Last Jedi was kind of you know polarizing for some people. So I guess a big movie can be messed up. But, um, well, again, I mean, polarizing. Like, I'm not saying it was horrible. I feel like we've done that. Yeah, we've already done that on our show, though, so never mind. I guess we have officially said it is horrible. <laughs> Maybe that was a review. I can't remember sometimes on these you know, things. You know, I wasn't like a comic book kid. Like, that yeah. wasn't really a thing for me growing up. I, I did a lot of baseball cards and, and yeah. watched Michael Jordan in his prime yeah. and the whole whole deal. Yeah. Um, and I found comics later in life and i'm still not a big comic book guy I, I i i love when i have time to read them but who has time to read comic books right phil um <laughs> i make time i can't keep up with them and then i have to then i like actually do read something and then i have a really hard time of actually waiting for yeah. the next installment of, of them anyway i i uh, have a friend who owns the original infinity gauntlet series that's and he, cool and he loaned me like the lead up to it, the infinity infinity gauntlet, um, and then the aftermath and that whole thing. So um, yeah, I've been pretty excited for this because I'm I'm real interested to see how this finally kind of wraps up because I've kind of been hooked since Iron Man. You know what I'm most pumped about for the Marvel stuff is um, whenever they start to incorporate the Fox entity stuff in there, so you get X Men in there. I really would love to see a good movie version of the Fantastic Four. It, it'll be hard to do because there are some of the things that that thing does that are dated. But again, Silver Surfer being in there would be awesome, or any of those characters would be great. Well, yeah, in the original uh, Infinity Gauntlet, uh, Silver Surfer is the quote herald that brings yeah. the news to Doctor Strange. I believe it was, um, and n- a lot of people want to see Silver Surfer, but I don't think there's any way that that's going to happen. The, the timing's just not it's, quite there. Yeah, yeah. It's not quite right. But uh, to answer your question earlier about, like, do you have to see Black Panther before watching this movie? Um, IGN, as we were recording this, IGN just yesterday posted an article about, like, the essential Marvel movies that you probably should see before seeing uh, Infinity War. And uh, Black Panther is not really on there. It's It's like a... It's good just because of its proximity to the movie, but he was already introduced. See, in... this is good info to know. Yeah, yeah. It's been so long. I mean, we've all kind of thought about it. Should we go back and watch all of them? Okay, right. there's so many now. I couldn't even. I could. I, I would have to go on Wikipedia or something As, to try to get the list. But... I, I won't go through the whole list, but the most recent movie that they have on there is Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. So they said, which was excellent. Yeah, they're saying definitely see Ragnarok before seeing this movie. Um, and then the, the next most recent is Dr. Strange. So apparently those movies will kind of play into 
Infinity War a little bit, but um, Black Panther is not on the list. So, um, yeah, overall, pretty exciting. Uh, can we think of one horrible uh, Marvel movie that's come out of this grouping of movies so far? There's not really been one. You can go back to Iron Man. Some of the early Hulk stuff. I was going to say the very first Hulk. The very, it was but, bad, right? But that's not even considered I, canon I don't even in remember. this. Like, is it the Ang Lee one? The Ang Lee Hulk is considered one. That's the one that has, um, is it Jennifer Connelly? Is she in that one? Yeah, Jennifer Connelly is in that one. And then Eric Bana is, uh, plays yeah. the Hulk. Yeah, that's right. Um, who plays Who plays Ed, Nor- uh, Ed, Ed, Nor- yeah, Ed Norton's uh, lady interest? Lady interest. Um, <laughs> uh, Ed Norton Hulk is. I can't remember. I can't either, man. So is he? Is that part of this or not? Ed, Ed Norton one is, but then they retconned him. Liv Tyler. That's what it was. I knew it was a singer's. Oh, uh, okay. I knew it was a singer's. Uh, Boy, it's been daughter. a while since I've seen that one. Because you don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> um, sorry, that's Steven Tyler uh, singing about Liv Tyler. Never mind. Um, so. Check it out. Stop hitting me. I, um, a lot of hitting going on here. It's all about that David in Memphis. Oh, He's got everybody riled up. I got a song. Put on my blue suede shoes and boarded a train. Cause it's David in Memphis. He's stiff and met, da- met Baird and spoken out of a chick. David in Memphis. David, don't show your face cause we'll break your neck. Oh, David in Memphis. All right. There you go. That's called David in Memphis. You, you know who you are, David. You know who you are, David. <laughs> I really hope David listens to this. And that was his real name. Oh. <laughs> Let's just call him David. Oh, David in Memphis. Um, Which is great because it's a total smack. It is great. <laughs> um, So there you go. No bad ones. The Hulk one, but that doesn't even... The Ed Norton Hulk was good. The one before that, the Eric Bannon one was. And it's not even part of it. So that's a miss. Anybody? Um, I, I mostly liked Dark World, uh, Thor Dark World. The second, yeah. I, I yeah, mean, some of them. I, of, of all, uh, what, there's been like 18 movies now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Out of the 18 or so that they've released, um, that's probably the one I would watch last. Um, the, that, the third Iron Man didn't yeah, thrill that's, me. Yeah, that's a better answer. I, I would watch uh, Thar, Thor Dark World second. Yeah, the first watch. two I liked, and then the third one I was like, eh. It was, was probably the first time The way did they that. did the Mandarin was just like, why? It, it was yeah. just, that movie was just okay for me. It was the second one with the guy that that, or was it was it the third one with the Mandarin? I, no. See, I get them uh, all confused. Uh, third, third one had the Mandarin. Second one had uh, Whiplash in it. Yes. Um, and I liked Whiplash because Mickey Rourke played a Russian, and you know my <laughs> love for people in fake Russian accents. It's so much fun. But the was it the third one that had the guy with the the he did all the videos, and they were like fake videos, and he was the actor. Yeah, that's Mandarin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah, well, yeah okay. it's, it's okay. If it, that is by far yeah. as bad as I didn't like love that movie as a whole. That is probably by far my favorite moments in all of the Marvel movies is him playing that character. It's so real. He just he gets real, you know, into the microphone. He just talks yeah. with such conviction. Yeah, just, but then he ended up being not real. Like I know, that and was I was really like, weird they did uh, that. I didn't understand why they did it that way. But. He was like one of the best villains ever. It's crazy. It's cray cray. Um, overall, good episode, guys. James, what have you been into lately? Anything special you'd like to tell folks what you've been into lately? Uh, you know, I'm I'm finishing up some books I was reading. Nothing of note, to be honest with you. I've just been working on a lot of music and trying to get that whole thing um, stretching my legs there a little bit, I should say. Um, starting to, you're working on more of your own uh, music stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the broken binding is that what we're going? That's that, that's yes. what, the working title right now, the right? Working title, the broken the broken binding. Um, even built a website. The it's just brokenbindingmusic.com. Okay. Um, it's not good. So if you oh visit it, don't make fun of it. Um, <laughs> and but you, you have a Facebook page. People can Facebook follow as well. page uh, at the broken binding. And uh, yeah, we're uh, we're got some demo music up. We're just trying to put some stuff together. Hopefully. Uh, maybe try to record something this summer with somebody. Yeah. 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 Somebody that knows what they're doing. Um, (laughs) but yeah, um, I'm just trying to kind of get some stuff down and ready and got a few ideas, um, of stuff that I'd like to do that I don't want to share, share with anybody on the air, but, um, I, uh, want to put some good pieces together and try to just make some good music and 
and just really uh, just kind of do it for the sake of doing it because I I love to do it. Right. Music is an awesome outlet. Um, I've always said that about this this show. I think Phil would probably agree. It's just good to have. In life, we need outlets, and music is one of those things. I would love to be Matt and and be able to go out and just play music and, and make, I mean, a lot of us would be, love to be able to, to, to support themselves just on music itself. But um, with the, fa- you know, I have a small family and the whole deal, and it's just kind of to the point where um, I have decided, and I haven't played a lot in the last 10 years. Yeah. And I've just kind of got to the point where I've decided, you know, it's it's time for me to start expressing myself through my music again for me. And not for anybody else and not for money and not for, not for any other reason other than I just, you know, I want to do it. So it's time. Yeah. And that's what, uh, that's what, that's what it's all about, man. Like, uh, you, you find, uh, joy in it on your own and that's what normally the best things, uh, come from is whenever you've created it just basically out of your own, uh, enjoyment. And, uh, anyway. James, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for I having me. Great stuff, Matt. Can I, can I Matt be Barrett called on? Yeah. friend of the podcast? You are, now? of course. You already are a friend of the podcast. <laughs> I, I, I just, I've, I've always wanted that title. You are a friend of the, a friend of the show. Uh, you're a friend of the show, uh, James Green. Do uh, you have a, a, a fill anything you want to put in? No. Anything? No, no. Um, all right, so we'll see you all at the shows uh, May twenty, uh, May tenth. At Firepoint Church of Nick, so that's where Spoken will be playing. And then Matt Baird will be playing an acoustic show um, at Strike Zone uh, in Aurora. And these are both in Missouri, by the way. Um, May 22nd. Very exciting. All right. Thanks, y'all, for tuning in. We'll see you soon. Uh, Peace out. Word up. Laters. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, so cute. (laughs) Bye-bye. The Horror Movie Podcast is heard weekly on great stations like 88.1 KZ88, South Central Missouri's Public Radio, 104.1 Caps Media in Ventura, California, 103.5 WADR, Janesville, Wisconsin, and 105.5 KFGM, Missoula, Montana, from Missouri to Missoula. The Horror Movie Podcast is available for download on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at the thehorrormoviepodcast.com.